Hello and welcome to Wake Up Take a Minute with Andrea Holman. I hope you are ready to have a wonderful time today learning about my ministry and others who are encouraging you to grow and show love. In a world of noise, it's hard to know who to listen to and who to tune out. Thank you for your bold choice today listening to Wake Up Take a Minute with me, your host, Andrea Holman. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, depending on what time you're listening to me and where you are at in the world. I hope you're having a wonderful day, and I'm excited to share with you the topic we are going to discuss. Today, I am going to be presenting the last episode for our discussion about bullying. Today's episode is called Girl Talk, Breaking Down Bullying with Brooklyn. Plus a friend, this last few weeks we were joined by my sweet friend, Sonia Jackson-Miles, who is an expert on bullying, relationships, and building leadership programs in corporations as well as in schools. What I wanted to do is get the opinion of my daughter and one of her friends as well, just about bullying in general and what their experience has been with it so far. They're each in fifth grade. What I would like to add here as well is just something for us to think about as parents. How we speak, the things that we say, the things that we do, our children pay attention. They know and they understand so much more than we think they do. It is imperative that we focus to be aware of teaching our kids to do better. We want them to act better, to know better, and to be able to make that choice that's the right choice. It's about being in the right in your heart. Only when we set the example can our kids learn from that. And when we are not modeling the correct behavior, we are part of the problem for bullying. So I do want to put that out there just before I let you listen to the conversation that my daughter and her friend have with me when they're answering questions. I am going to extend some questions to them and have them each answer individually. We'll go from there. The first guest joining me is Brooklyn. Hi. (laughs) So Brooklyn, today what I would like to ask you about is bullying. You have heard the series with my friend Sonia Jackson-Miles talk about bullying before and you, you had the opportunity to walk through part of her dream walking process with me as well when I shared that with you at a party that you were having with some of your friends and you all each did a very good job at talking about what your dreams were and supporting each other and encouraging each other in sisterhood and that was great. I remember that that was my princess birthday party. That's right it was your princess (laughs) birthday party and we did that. Today what I would like to talk to you about though is bullying. What do you specifically think bullying is? So there's a difference between someone being mean to you and someone bullying you because when someone's being mean, they'll usually do it like one or two times, but bullying is like a consistent thing, so they'll do it like for however long they need, and usually it's not because you did something, it's usually because of their lives. Wow, you're pretty smart. You picked up a lot of stuff. I know they teach you all about this at school, don't they, Ava? Mm -hmm. So isn't there like a program that you do at school where they talk about some of these things as well? What's that program you all were talking about? Dare. Dare program. Yes, they talk about that at school with you. So Ava, in your mind, what does bullying look like to you and have you ever experienced that before? Um, I don't think I've ever experienced bullying, but I know I've seen people get bullied. Mm-hmm. What happened when you saw that person get bullied? How did that make you feel? Um, it didn't make me feel that happy because they, like, I've known they've gotten bullied multiple times before. Mm-hmm. Okay. When you saw that happen and it didn't make you feel good, so that, that makes your heart feel bad because you don't want someone to be hurt. 
did you take any kind of action when you saw that take place? What did what kind of happened? Do you remember? Um, it was in school, and I remember going to tell one of my teachers. Very good. Very good. Yeah, we also yeah. learn about it at church. And like, if you see someone getting hurt or something, you should go and try and help them. Mm-hmm. So they talk about it in church and at school then. Yeah. Okay. And at home. Well, yeah, we do talk about that at home as well. That's exactly right. So I'm pretty proud of you two. You've learned quite a bit about bullying and what that looks like at school and personally. And when you have seen someone actually be bullied, you have stepped in to help them in the way that was safe and able to do so, which was to go and help get a teacher for them, which is great. A lot of times when kids are bullied, it's very difficult for them to think about protecting themselves or think about a way to get out of it because they're so busy just trying to survive in that moment when someone's being mean to them. They feel less than and they feel like they're being looked at and it's very embarrassing for them sometimes as well. So it's always important that you try to help them in some way and in a safe way, of course, which is what Ava did, which is a great example how you went and actually helped um, by getting the teacher. So a great job. Very, very good job, girls. Do you want it to add anything else that you've learned about treating others well and being good to each other? I mean, you, you all have a pretty good group of friends, all of you. You are all very nice to each other. You listen to each other. You all have had some conflicts in the past, which have been very interesting for you all to learn about and go through and move through as a group of friends together. There's about five of you, and you all have grown quite a bit over the last two years. None of, I feel like most of the stuff that happens to us when we're in a five group thing, it's mainly because we've been together for too long, or it's mm. like someone's just like really mad that day, or like tired. Because with one of my friends, if she doesn't have, like, food, she'll get, like, really, really mad Oh, that's that hangry. I hate a hangry. Yeah, and she, she'll cry sometimes, and usually she'll take it out on one of us. Just gets upset because you're hungry, yeah. Yeah, that's that's then... That's a very interesting point, too, Brooklyn. I do find that when each of you seem to be tired or hungry or just had a long day or when you all have spent a lot of time together that some of those things are triggers for that behavior like being mean and it's important for you all to recognize that as well and I think that's why you all have grown up so much and so well emotionally this last year is you all have been able to see that from each other and grow from that and recognize it and that's a big thing to be able to actually know it and recognize that behavior so that you can take a break. And you guys are very good at that, I think. I know that one thing during quarantine, we were sick of each other because we were together like all day, every day. And we didn't really take breaks. We just kept playing and playing and playing forever. Yes, which helped you all be tired and cranky and needing to eat and, and take a break, right? That can add to it. I think you make a good point as well because of quarantine when you all were quarantined. Some of you were quarantined and some of you were not. And then now that we've had some snow days in here as well during this time frame, we all have been back together quite a bit, all the, all the kids have. And it's interesting during that time frame how the dynamics of those relationships can change, right? Because when we talk about relationships and leadership and sisterhood, which is basically what you all have right now in your friend group, the dynamic of your friend group, you all are not biological sisters. You are sisters and you have a sisterhood because you all are such close friends. I think that you all do a very good job of trying to look out for each other as sisters. Of course, you and your friends sometimes do have your disagreements and you have to work through those. But in general, 
You girls are working together. I also believe you take action when you see someone being bullied and you help protect others because sometimes everyone needs a little help. And if that's you being bullied one day, you certainly will hope that someone would reach out and try to protect you as well by taking action safely and telling your teacher or getting someone involved, which is a good thing. Yeah. Here's a question for both of you. When you think about your relationship and the leadership that's in the sisterhood group that you have right now, who do you believe the leader is in that group? Um, I think it's either Maddie or Charlotte. Okay. Well, it can be all of us at a certain point in time. It just matters because some of us, I guess, like feeling stronger than we normally are. About something, Yeah, about something that we're doing. So we're like, we're basically the leader of what we're doing. Interesting. So you take the lead on the things that you feel the most passionate about. That's what I hear you saying. Yeah. Right. So if, Ava, if you felt something very passionate in... Um, a way Soccer. that you all were talking about as a group, as a sisterhood, or if you were working on a project together in that group, you might take the lead on something versus that you're more interested in or more passionate about versus something than Brooklyn would, would lead. And I think that's very important as well. You have to be flexible. They call that being flexible, right? I'm flexible. Yeah. <laughs> Not just physically for, for gymnastics, though. Flexible as far as your emotional health. Yeah. So that you can, like, do other things and, and push yourself, I guess. Yes, you can kind of, like, push the boundaries, the edges of your boundaries of things that you're comfortable with and get over your fears yes. more easily that way. And also it opens yourself up to new experiences and new learning opportunities and other people, you know, because sometimes the the group of the sisterhood, the whole fun of it is when you bring new sisters into the group, Right. So I have a group of friends that I see a lot and do a lot of things with, but my sisterhood is not limited to just that group of sisters. My sisterhood is open to everyone who wants to be part of something, which is basically coming in and encouraging each other and building each other up. Isn't that cool? Mm-hmm. Um, I know that in my class, I've like reported somebody being bullied. There's somebody in my class that like, she thinks she's funny when she does it. She likes to kick people and kick mulch at people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's not funny. And people can try to hide being a bully by trying to make it be funny. When they're being funny, you know, in quotations, if they're being funny at someone else's expense, meaning that it's going to hurt you and not the person who's being funny, in quotations, that's being a bully because they're hurting you. And when people laugh at something like that, an action that that person takes, then that bully is reinforced in that action. Like, ooh, they thought that was funny. I'm going to do that again. So that action, you're absolutely right, Ava, is an encouragement to those people who are bullying others. And you have to stand up to that and call that out for what it is. It's not funny. It's bullying. What do you think happens when someone is bullied a lot, like in their lifetime, or even when they're very young and it's like a really bad bully incident? Do you think that that could stick with them for the rest of their life and make them maybe not feel good about themselves? Yes. You think so? Yep. Yeah. And I feel like it's important to have friends that you can do a lot of things with and you can trust them because if you're ever getting bullied it's just good to have friends at mm-hmm. that moment because they can help you out of your situations mm-hmm. and they can like give you advice 
Hey y'all, this is Andrea Holman. If you would like to learn more about me, my upcoming music releases, speaking events, songwriting, or podcast that's happening now, please go on over to my website at andreaholman.com or you can visit my Facebook at Official Andrea Holman. There you can get all the latest and greatest. Like I said, I've never been bullied, but I've been like, like everybody's been like I don't know how to say it. like they've been mean mm-hmm. but people have been mean yeah before. people have been mean yes. to before but like you think been everybody's mean to people. had that experience yeah, where someone's you've been, mean, been to mean to them and they've been mean to you mm-hmm. your feelings get hurt and then you guys probably just try and so like if you're mean to me I'm gonna be mean to you yeah because I'm, I'm gonna even the playing field I and see that's what you're just saying. not that's just not the way to settle things very true that leads right into the next question I was going to ask you As you have been friends for quite a while now and you've had the same friends, there have been moments when you talked about trust, Brooklyn. There have been moments when each of you have maybe done something in the group that has caused you to be hurt and do not trust someone within the group. One of the things I want to ask about is that factor of giving grace, you know, like forgiveness to someone who has done something wrong to you and maybe you have lost your trust in them a little bit and it takes time to regain that. What kind of advice do you have for someone who might be working through that right now? I feel like I've probably been in that position. I would say go tell an adult and if you can, you can even maybe tell that person because I've done that before and I tried to talk with someone recently because it bothered me that we were in a little bit of a fight Mm -hmm. and just tell them that like I'm sorry about what I did. I didn't know that I was doing that. I honestly didn't realize that I was doing that that, so you were trying to reach out to apologize yeah you felt like you had done something wrong and were trying to apologize to them for something you had done yeah yeah so that's hard to be in that position isn't it Mm -hmm. where you know you've done something that you think has hurt somebody and you see that and you recognize it in yourself and then you say hey I need to step forward here and apologize because I did do something that was hurtful It's always good to be able to have an opportunity to try and resolve the conflict and make amends and reach out with people. I think that's a very important step in your emotional growth and becoming young women and better sisters. It makes us better individuals because you know what's right and wrong. In your heart, you feel it. So as long as you walk in that and you know what you're doing is right, You become a better person, a better friend, a better sister, and that just makes you a better person overall when you're really taking that time to evaluate yourself and your actions. I see your group of friends doing that a lot where you're trying to always make sure that you're resolving conflicts and trying to treating each other well and really trying to be in that right place in your heart. And the interesting thing for you that I want you both to keep in mind is that When you are doing that and your group of friends are doing that, guess who's watching? God. Yes, and? Other kids. Yes, (laughs) other kids. And what do you think they see when they see you lead by that example? 
if they are nice to each other, they can get along. And they can resolve conflicts. Yeah, they can resolve stuff. Even when they're upset with each other, that conflicts can be resolved with words and by showing that you care. And that's what it's about. That's really what it's about. It's about relationship. And it's about the place in your heart where you lead with love. And if you are always leading with that love and you're always trying to build that relationship, that is going to take you farther than anything else you can almost do in your life. It's an incredible thing that you are setting the examples as leaders, as mentors. You don't even know that you're mentors yet, but other kids younger than you look up to you. And that is what is called being a mentor because people want to be like you because of how you act and how you carry yourself and because you're such good sisters to each other. It's so very important. We need young girls who will grow up to be young women who will encourage and uplift each other and move forward in those relationships to help build our bond of sisterhood. And I appreciate so much, Brooklyn and Ava, you being here both with me today. Can you both say goodbye? Because I take it. Run, run. Thank you, Ava and Brooklyn, for joining us today. I can't tell you how proud I am of these girls. They have been through a lot the last couple of years growing up and learning how to resolve conflict, deal with each other when their feelings are hurt, and forgive each other and give grace to each other when maybe they don't feel like it, but they know it's the right thing in their heart to do. Now, I will say that this is not one of those things where you let people take advantage of you or you let people treat you poorly over and over and over again. When you offer someone that grace and that mercy, it is due to the fact that they are truly sincere about what they did and that they were wrong for what they did. And that's when you extend that grace and mercy to them. However, when you have someone who is consistently treating you bad or consistently putting you down in the way they talk or in their actions, God does not call us to be a doormat and you are not required to take that from anyone. I hope you've hung in there long enough to hear this next tidbit. Parents, this is very important. Please pay attention. And kids, if you're listening, pay attention as well, because this is something you have to learn through experience, but I'm going to give you a gateway to it right now. It is critical that when you meet someone who is not willing to own up to their actions except that they've done something wrong to you, or they're just mean and they don't care. You have a choice, and this is what you need to know. When you are unable to resolve conflict, you must allow yourself to give that person forgiveness. It's not for them. It is for you. It is for you and your heart and your daily life and how you walk through life and how you treat yourself, respect yourself, and respect those around you in love. You must give forgiveness and grace to the person who has wronged you and choose to move on because that is the control, the control that harbors inside of your life and lays the foundation for you to have ongoing conflict and struggle in your heart and in your life with yourself, with your family, with your friends and other people. If you will forgive those who have wronged you, even when they don't deserve it, and you can move on in walking forward and leading with love, you have gained the most valuable gift. Forgive and lead with love. You have a choice. With our busy lives, clearly we're not going to catch everything. However, if you 
set the right tone and environment for your kids, they will come to you when they feel like they're out of their own depth and they need some guidance. And that's what we all hope for as parents, that our kids know without a shadow of a doubt that they can come to us and that we will help them through whatever challenges they have. And I'm so thankful that these girls, even though they don't always get it right, they keep trying to do the right thing. At the end of the day, we are all trying to raise good, responsible, well-rounded kiddos. We just need to stay involved, even when they hate it or they roll their eyes. Believe me, they hear what you're saying. Just keep up the good work. Thank you for spending your time with me. I appreciate you. Stay safe, stay healthy, and as always, be you, because I'm taken. Hello, this is Andrea Holman. You're listening to Wake Up, Take a Minute podcast. I wanted to share with you my mission today. My mission is to help others be authentic and grow, to find their wake up, take a minute moment and step out into their purpose. Remember, be you, I'm taken. This episode is sponsored by In His Hands Promotions and Ministries, helping others share their gifts and God's message of love. You can contact them at info.inhishands at gmail.com.